Welcome to the first episode of Your TV Digest. I have to say it slowly like that because I have a problem with pronunciation and for some reason the word digest is one of those words. I don't know, it's like a tongue twister for me. Anyways, welcome. Um, this podcast is something I wanted to do just for fun because I enjoy watching television and talking about it. And I felt doing a podcast would be a way to push me outside my comfort zone because I never thought that I would do this. So it's definitely way outside my comfort zone. And today um, is day one of doing that. Anyways, I wanted to recap Riverdale um, because it's a, it had a mid-season season finale a few weeks ago. And it's one of those shows where I just be having lots of things to say, but a lot of people don't seem to, you know, want to be watching it. They're just like, eh, Riverdale, you know? So I'm like, well, somebody out there I know likes this show because, yeah, I've been seeing them on Twitter. So somebody does, and I have thoughts too. So that's what we're going to start with. That way, when it comes back on January 16th, I can talk about it weekly and we'll be all caught up. So... A lot of things have happened, and I'm just, I'm gonna try to condense it down because it's definitely a lot. Um, but yeah, Riverdale, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a soap opera, I guess you can say. It's very dramatic, and just a lot of it reminds me of soap operas. So it's it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so I hope that you guys will also continue to listen to me every week because I'll be adding on other shows um, as well. Let's get into this. I think the way I'm going to do this because there are eight episodes. It's kind of a lot going on. I'm just going to give a couple things per episode that stuck out to me or I was like, huh, what? So I think I'm going to do it that way and then once it gets back into the second half of the season I can do it recap every week I'll have a lot more to be able to break down um so we'll just do it that way for this very first episode um yeah and spoilers of course are going to be in every episode so make sure you've watched it or if you don't care then keep listening because there definitely will be spoilers Okay, so episode one, um, the main thing is Archie goes to jail because end of season two, he was arrested for murder. You know, so much stuff he had and I'll be forgetting. I'm the worst. So I remember who the person was he was supposed to have murdered, but he was arrested for that. And then we get introduced to this Gargoyle King creature as well. So those are like the two biggest things of the episode um so far as Archie I was irritated because I I don't know like he there was a mistrial because the jury was hung and there was a lot of things going on with that and so he was just like well I'm not gonna put everybody through this again so I'm just gonna accept a plea deal for two years like what aren't you like 16 years old like I'm just what it's just crazy. So I was blown by that. And then the game. So the game introduction is kind of weird because, well, one, there was a, 
part of this uh, episode where Betty's mom and sister, they're part of some little cult called the farm. And they were around this like fire and like her nieces, um, her sister's kids were like suspended over there. And then she fainted, Betty fainted and was like having seizures and stuff. So that was one thing. And then these other kids, Stilton and Ben were acting weird. So Jughead was like investigating it. And that's when this girl who came comes up, who's like this skeletal, skeletal, I see, here we go with the pronunciation, skeletal type thing like out of sticks and it's really weird so I was just like where is this season going because I can't take no more craziness because I'm telling you to never catch a break every time you turn there's just a lot of trouble going on I would have been one left Riverdale to be honest like why am I saying this town where all these bad things always are happening that's where my thoughts for episode one for episode for episode two, Archie is now being processed into jail, and he was told before by Jughead that he would be protected in prison because there were some serpents that were in there that protected him because there was also ghoulies and their gang in there, but he'd be good to go. So that's what he told him, which was not true because. Archie didn't, you know, he's a good guy, so he didn't want to stab another ghoulie. So they were like, well, we're not protecting you. So the ghoulies were like, we're going to beat you up. So that's one thing. Um, And then it's like all of a sudden he's going to try to, like, be some hero in jail. And there's, like, a riot that starts. It's just, I'm like, what are you doing? You just, like, literally it's day one in jail. I don't know. So that's happening. And then there are these symbols that Betty and Jughead find on Dilton. Um, this is from what happened in the first episode with the Garlo King and the craziness that was going on with that. So they ended up finding out more about the game. And then this other girl, Ethel, she's also in the game and she's not trying to tell him nothing. She has a seizure. So first Betty has a seizure. Now she has a seizure. But Betty's not playing the game. So it's kind of weird. Like, is this connected? Is this not connected? I don't know. So, um, but basically they find there's this game they're playing and it's causing people to kill themselves. Because Dilton is dead already because they did some kind of sacrifice thing. And then they they kind of try to save the other guy, Ben. But he threw himself out of the window. Um, and so now there's Ethel left. Um, so I was just like, what? I don't, I don't know what's going on here. I'm not sure. Do I want to watch this? Cause I don't have time for no crazy people sacrificing symbols, throwing themselves outside of windows. But all of a sudden, all the parents gather together and they're just like, it's starting to happen again. What we swore would never we would never ever speak of again what's happening. And I'm like, man, I gotta watch the next episode. Um, so that's basically episode two. So episode three starts off with um, Archie um, and the warden starting to like speak more because of the whole riot thing that happened. The warden's like, you're gonna be in this trial by combat that we have beneath the prison 
and he's just like he has no choice so he has to do that of course he's in, he's in jail what can he do um veronica she's been trying to free him of course ever since he went into jail um because her dad he pretty much is just trying to do whatever to break her and archie up because she's not going to be part of the family business you know so he feels betrayed so he's all up in his feelings about that and she's trying to get him out um let's see what else happens in episode three Oh, Veronica opens a speakeasy under Pop's shop, the little ice cream diner place. I'm like, what? So random. Um, so they, they're trying to do investigations, trying to get Archie out. And then Betty is still trying to figure out what's going on with this game with Jughead. So they're doing a lot of stuff, you know, investigation, getting themselves in trouble or close to trouble all the time, whatnot. Anyway, they get close to Ethel, and she also tries to kill herself as well, but they were able to stop it, and she's now on suicide watch. So everyone's just like, what is going on? And remember when I said the parents knew something, and they weren't talking about it. So that's going on. And they're like, we're going to burn this copy of the game, never play this game again. And that's how episode three ends. Well, actually, take that back. It doesn't end completely like that. He burns the copy of it, but everybody has a copy in their locker the next day. So that's something. Episode four, I think, is the best episode of the season so far. It's a throwback episode, kind of like um, every episode is kind of like copying some popular movie or something in pop culture i don't get all of them because i just don't begin all of them but this particular one as soon as i saw it i was like oh this is like the breakfast club and the breakfast club was a great movie so it was just a great episode um it's basically was a throwback to when all the parents were young and all the characters were playing their parents and it was just so much fun um it basically gives the story of the parents and how they actually started playing this game i don't think i don't think i said what the game was it's called um what's this what's this griffins and gargoyles i think that's what the game is is called i think that's what it's called um so yeah, Griffins and Gargoyles is the game. So the throwback episode is about the parents and how they, um, they're all different and they come together at Breakfast Club because they're in detention and they form a friendship and they start playing this game they found and they get so involved and one night they have like some kind of party or yeah, some kind of party basically and Anyway, it goes bad because the principal encounters the Gargoyle King and then he's found dead with the symbols which Dilson had on his back on the door, above the door where he was found dead. And so everyone's like, we're never going to talk about this again because they didn't want any association. And, um, well, I should have said this in the beginning, but it's a throwback episode, but it starts off with Betty basically telling her mom Alice like you need to be real and tell me what's going on because people are trying to kill themselves stuff is going on we all have these copies of this book everyone's playing like tell me what happened so 
Alice telling what happened, and that's when it's the flashback to them being younger. So that's how the episode goes. Um, so basically after this happens, um, she's like, they don't know if it was one of the people of the group killing that, trying to kill each other. Um, they don't know what's going on, but they're just like, we're not ever talking about it again. So, and also by now, Jughead is playing the game because he's like, we have to play the game to understand what's going on. Um, so she goes to find him and he's like, I am ascending to the third level because there's like different levels. So he's kind of going cuckoo. And that's episode four. Okay, so episode five, um, Jughead is like, this game is a metaphor for Riverdale. And he's like, I'm going to send all the way up to the top level so I can meet the Garlow King. And Betty's like, I just need you to investigate these parents because I think one of them is a murderer. That's what's going on with them. Archie, back in prison, he is basically doing like, I guess the metaphor for that episode, or not only this one, other ones, kind of like Fight Club. I think that's the right movie. But he's down here in the bottom of the prison fighting different prisoners and the other wardens and people and rich people are coming placing bets on who's gonna win it's really crazy so that's going on and archie's like we're gonna try to escape again like what the escape made no sense i yeah anyway in the process of him trying to escape he finds out that Hiram, which is veronica's dad pays the witnesses to lie and frame him so we're like ooh. Which, we already knew Hiram was behind this in the first place. But now he has some more proof of it. Um, let's see what else happens in episode 5. Uh, oh! <laughs> so. I'm trying to think. Oh, okay, okay. So he fails to escape. And then Broncos hatches a plan to, to, get, to get him out to escape which has to do around the whole fight club. But before all that happens, Joaquin, here we go with the pronunciation. Joaquin, Joaquin, I, I don't, I don't know. Joaquin, that's how you say his name. He stabs Archie because the warden told him if he did not do what he was sent. So I'm like, wait a second. So basically everybody playing this game, even the warden is playing this game. This is too much. So the whole gang gets out Archie and also draw clean is also escaped somehow himself and with another new game apparently he's no longer with the ghoulies and they get him out and they hide him in Dilton's bunker which that was found a while ago but anyway so he's down there and he's all stabbed and somehow you know, they're able to patch him up because they just know how to patch up a stab wound. Like, made no sense. I was like, what? But okay, we'll let you do that. Um, it pretty much ends with the warden um, killing himself with poison because apparently he couldn't go to the next level until he killed Archie. So it's just like everybody's playing this game. And Archie had, had this mark on him. He was branded um, at one point with some symbol that had to mean like you are going to 
be the next person to die or something, something like that. And yeah, and that's episode five. So episode six, this is where I was like, this made no sense. So Veronica finds information as, well, she doesn't, she does get information, but Archie had told her about what he found out about um, Hiram being behind things and whatnot. So she somehow gets footage on her mom's computer to prove his innocence that the witnesses were basically told to lie. So she emails it to the prosecution and he's cleared of all charges. I don't think how that works. Um, You escape prison. So that's another crime in itself. But you know what? No. Everything was a sham from the first place. So it doesn't even matter if you try to escape prison. You're you're good to go. You're good. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works in real life. But that's what happened in Riverdale. Um, And Archie's like, well, I'm not coming back. I can't do this because every time I'm here, all these things happen. And I just need to leave because your dad won't stop until... I'm taking down. Everyone's in harm's way. So he breaks up with Veronica and leaves town with Jughead. And I was like, wait, time out. Jughead, you're just going to roll out like, peace out. I don't know why he went with him, to be honest. But he left with him. Meanwhile, when that's going on, Betty is still trying to investigate the parents. She gathers them together and questions them. And they're just like, not trying to say nothing. And then finally... Um, one of the parents was like, Dilton's father poisoned the chalices so they can all ascend together. But then he killed himself out of guilt. Like, what? Okay, no one believes you. Um, and because everything is going on with the investigation and whatnot, Alice is like, you're going to get out of this place. But what really made her go that direction, I believe, was because they were in their house and their gargoyle queen I said Gargoyle Queen. <laughs> that is for another episode. But before we get there, Gargoyle King was in their house. And they were running. They ran upstairs to her room. And there was like a gravestone over Betty's bed. So they're just like, look. This has got to end. So Alice said, you're going to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Okay. That was terrible because Jughead's nowhere to be found because, oh, I don't know. He's leaving with Archie. Like, he even, I just don't even understand. But it's too late because she's already in Sisters of Choir Mercy and he's already gone and he doesn't know. So he's just like, well, hopefully she's back to me. Nope, she's not because she is locked away. And when she goes there, she finds people are paying pictures of the Gargoyle King because, you know, everybody in this town is playing this game. It's, it's just weird. It's just weird. I need answers, okay? I need answers. That's episode six. So moving on to episode seven. I forgot to mention in the episode six, Jaw Queen did die. He had that same branding that Archie had. So didn't work out for him. He's gone, which you could be sad about it. It is sad because, like, this game is crazy and everybody keeps dying. And it's just like, why? What's going on? But we already thought he was dead anyway. So kind of coming up and leaving again, I'm like, eh, okay. That's just how I feel. 
but you know, I feel bad he got caught up and now he's gone. So anyway, episode seven, um, Archie and Jughead, they're, you know, on the run walking and they come across this town and they stop at this little farm and they meet these two sisters. Um, I don't understand why Archie just trusts everyone. I guess it's supposed to be his character. You know, like he's just so trusting. He's so great. He's dumb. Really, that's what he is. He's just extremely dumb. Because, of course, they're somehow working with Hiram. But, you know, thanks to Jughead, he makes him listen. And they get out. And they get to his mom, Jughead's mom and sister. So this is our first time we get to meet them because we never met them. So that was kind of cool. Um, so I don't remember what that town name is, but basically it seems like Hiram just owns everything. Um, and it's just weird. Like, how does this one person seem to own all these towns and everyone is just doing his bidding? Like what? I just don't understand. I don't understand. Um, back at Sisters of Quiet Mercy, Ethel is also there with Betty. And they have a little thing going on where they're like bumping heads and whatnot. And Betty has these plans. and But I was nervous for a second because there's these little fizzle rocks, which are the drugs that Hiram makes in Riverdale. Um, and it appears that that's what, well, not appears, that's what they are giving the patients there. Um, so Betty hadn't been taking that, but there was some confrontation that happened and then she's forced to take them. So I was like, oh no, this she's in deep. Jughead doesn't know where she is. She has no way to contact nobody. She is stuck. I'm just like, wow. Um, I'm trying to think what else I thought about episode seven. Oh, this, the, ep- the scene where they put her in the room with the Gargoyle Queen, because apparently the Gargoyle King is where they put patients in there to, like, when they're being bad. I'm just like, what? It makes no sense. So that's what's going on with that in episode seven. Um, yeah. I'm trying to... There's I feel like there's one thing I'm missing with episode seven, but it's not coming to me at the moment, so maybe it's not important. But that's that's pretty much the gist of episode seven. And here we come to episode eight, the mid-season finale. Um, Betty, she is in the place still, but come to find out, she has been throwing up the fizzle rocks. So she's still not fully... Um, out of it as she pretends to be and she basically traps Ethel in the room with the Gargoyle King so that way the drugs can wear off and she can see that it's all not real is what she says so that's what I'm just like so what is the Gargoyle King you just said it's not real it was a statue but pretty sure there was something in the woods in Betty's house before in this branch skeletal, branch uh, skeletal type looking thing. So what was that then? You know, I still need answers on that. But of course, we're not going to give them now. But 
Ethel um, is all sad because, you know, she was real invested in that game. But it's mainly because she was just drugged up, apparently. I don't know. Um, so they come with an idea. And they were able to get the main sister, Woodhouse, um, tied up to free all other patients. And to do that, they had to make them seem like it was part of the game, which is when I had said that gargoyle queen thing earlier. They kind of spin a little thing and Betty is like the gargoyle king, queen, whatever. So they escape. But that's not good because things are getting out of control. Um, the Vixens, which are the chillers at the high school, they all have a mass seizure and he basically is like, Hiram is like, we got to shut down this school because all these seizures keep happening. Something's going on. We need to figure out what's going on. And then Reggie is like, yeah, all the drugs are coming from the prison. Your dad is building and Jughead's mom is like. Hiram is just trying to take over the town. So, two things that end out this this finale. One, Archie is finally just going to leave, like, period. I don't know what border he's, like, crossing into. Because I don't understand, like, where they are, like, on the map. But he's crossing over somewhere. So he's finally leave on his own. So Jughead's going to go back home. He's like, go back home. Before that happens, he's able to see his dad and say goodbye. So he leaves um, by himself, finally, because he doesn't want anyone around him. Betty got them out of the sister, quiet mercy with patience. But little does she know that it's not good because the whole town is being shut down and quarantined. And blocked off because Hiram apparently has all the plug and has the governor seal off the town because they're like, oh, there's an epidemic going on. We need to figure out what's happening. We don't get it out because everyone's having seizures and all this da 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 da. What? That was really strange that he just has that much power because, sir, you were just not like you were just in jail as a criminal not too long ago. It's I guess that's just how it'd be when you're a criminal like that. You basically have a mob. You just got all these ties. So it doesn't matter if he was in jail. Now you're out. Like you still have all these ties. I guess that's how it works. So the town is sealed off. So I don't know what's about to happen with all these patients that have come out of this Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Because they have a lot of issues themselves. And then Jughead is coming back home with his dad. Because his dad came down and got him. And they can't get back in the town because the town is blocked off. And the real kicker is the episode ends with the Gargoyle King standing in front of Hiram. In his office, like he's raising a drink to the king. What? I need some. This is just like last season with the Black Hood. And they dry things so out. And I feel like it was a little of a letdown. So I'm wondering if I'm going to feel the same way about this season. Like the main focus is their Gargoyle King. And is this going to be a letdown? But at the same time, I want to keep watching because I need answers. I need to know who this thing is. And can this game end? Um, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts uh, about the whole entire first half of the season. I feel like... 
let me actually let me gather my thoughts. What do I actually feel about this um, first half of the season? I think they drag the season out so long and they have to fill it up with so much stuff that sometimes I feel like it would be more impactful if they shorten the season and just it just would be a lot more intense and things would move along a little better. Um, that's probably my one complaint. But overall, it's been a not bad season three. Um, in the beginning, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about all this Griffiths and Gargoyles, which is kind of like, I was just thinking about that. That's like that game. I can't even think what the game is. You know, because every, I told you, every, it seems like every episode they're trying to like, reference different um movies in pop culture but anyway um i just wasn't sure how i felt about the direction it was going this season but they've actually had some pretty good episodes overall even with some of the absurdities that happened in it which to me is the fact that archie was in jail and escaped but yet somehow because we found evidence of witnesses lying you're just clear, you know? That makes no sense. And also with Hiram controlling so many things, I just don't understand how he controls every single thing because he was gone for so long um, in New York City and then he was in jail. So it's just like, I guess he just, it's just weird. It's just weird. But anyway, that's a, I'm just, that's just me rambling. Um, what are your thoughts on the first half of season three? How are you feeling about it? Are you excited about it coming back January 16th? I am because I'm ready for some answers, which I hope they give it to me sooner rather than later. All right. Well, thank you for sitting through this first episode with me. Um, and like I said, make sure to tweet me at your TV digest on Twitter and we can keep the conversation going. All right. Until next time. Bye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.